Welcome to a Better Talk revision episode. These episodes are produced to help construction and building services students with their exams and assessments. They also feature employability tips and can be used by tutors within class or for flipped learning. Today we're going to be talking about the Health and Safety at Work Act 1974, otherwise known as HAZAWA, and also the difference between hazards and risks. So the Health and Safety at Work Act, known as HAZAWA for short, H-A-S-A-W-A, 1974, is the primary piece of legislation um, that we have in this country. And it places a duty on everyone to be responsible for health and safety. So that's the employees and employers and even uh, manufacturers. And it's a very, very important piece of legislation. You are going to have to remember this one. You won't have to remember lots of year dates, but I think in your exam it always tends to come up that you will have to know 1974. I used to remember it. Um, It was the Germany World Cup. You, you may be able to remember it, but it's the year before the ban, 1975. You'll find as you go through your course, if you can think of very abstract ways to remember stuff, it does actually help. Now, the Act places a duty on everyone, like I say, so that's, that's you need to remember that, that it places a duty on employers and employees. So some of the duties an employer would have would be to carry out uh, risk assessments relate to work activities and identify and implement the control measures. They've got to train their employees adequately and regularly review the training and their risk assessments. And also something that you will will need to know in your exam is that if an employer employs five or more people, they have to have a health and safety policy. And this usually was kept in a big, big folder or a few folders in in the office. Nowadays, you'll find that it's... um, all done on computer and this is one of the great things about young people that are used to using computers and putting data onto computers because for people my age it can be quite problematic so this is an employability skill knowing how to use uh, databases on computers things like excel that actually is a great great way of um, maybe getting into a company if, if you're looking for an apprenticeship so i want to talk about hazards and risks A hazard is something that can cause harm and a risk is the likelihood of that happening. So on sites, on building sites, you've got sort of the general hazards of, you know, you might have a messy, unclean site where things like trips, falls and slips are are more likely to happen. Uh, You've got equipment, the use of equipment. You want to make sure the equipment is, is, is fit for use. And you've got things like electricity, chemicals. So these are the hazards. These are things that can cause harm. And then a risk is the likelihood of it causing harm. So if I was working at height, that's the hazard because you can fall. So if I'd gone up to the to the roof, let's say I'm doing a particular task. Maybe I'm, I'm putting a collar around a soil stack and I've used a rickety old ladder and I haven't tied it down at the bottom or got anyone to foot it. I haven't tied it at the top. Up I go, climb up the roof to, to work on this saw stack. So the risk is now higher of me falling. Remember, the hazard is falling from height and the risk is the likelihood. So when we do things like risk assessments, we look at and we, we assess the situation. And we think, well, can I reduce the risk? So with me working up on a roof, I could say, well, right, let's let's do it off of a mobile tower or an elevated platform or maybe have a scat, put, put the collar on when the scaffold is already around the house if it was a new build. So there's lots and lots of things we can do to 
lower risk. Now, if there is a hazard, ideally you want to remove the hazard completely. Let's think if I if I had a had a job where I was maintaining the gutters on farm buildings and every six months I'd have to go to my customer who had all the farm buildings, put up my ladder, uh, have a little check to see if the gutters are clean. Now, once again, the hazard is working at height so I can fall and I've got quite a high risk because I'm working off of a ladder. So is there a way we can lower the risk or even remove the hazard completely? So to lower the risk, I would work off of something a bit safer, maybe a mobile elevated platform. But there is a way you could actually remove the hazard completely, falling at height. And that's by using a drone. So we're finding now that drones are being used a lot more, especially in the commercial and industrial sectors. Now, this is something I'm completely, I've never flown a drone in my life. But lots of young people have. And if you have, it's a great skill and you need to be getting that skill made aware of. So if you go to write a covering letter to send that off along with your CV, if you've done a little bit of research about the employer that you're uh, trying to get an apprenticeship with, you can say, I've got experience at flying drones, which would help you for any survey work. And what you're doing you're telling the employer of some of the skills that you've got that they might not know and that would benefit them. I mean, that would be a great benefit to a company that was constantly surveying rooftops and gutters because otherwise they've got to outsource that and pay quite a lot of money for a surveying company to come in that could fly drones. So if that's a skill you've got, make sure you get it written down. So in this episode, we've talked about the difference between risk and hazards And we've also discussed the Health and Safety at Work Act. In the next revision episode, we will be discussing safe systems of work, otherwise known as method statements, permits to work and risk assessments. Thank you for listening to a Better Talk revision episode. Subscribe to the Better Talk podcast on iTunes, Spotify or other music platforms to automatically receive revision episodes. Keep checking the website for specific revision content at www.betateach.co.uk. You'll also be able to find Beta Teach and Better Talk on Twitter. Good luck with future tests and exams. And remember, learning never stops.